In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Then we took that Word, we slapped a bunch of comic book references on top of it, and here we are. This is your Nerd of Godcast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Nerd of God cast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture come together to uh, read books, watch movies, and argue over which one was the better version. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God. But guess what? I'm not going to be doing it by myself. With me, as always, he's the best at being the worst. It's Steve-O Supremo. Hello there. Salty, sweet, conveniently pocket-sized, she's Jackie freaking Wilson. Hello. Often imitated, never duplicated, it's the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Hiya. Sometimes sassy, always classy, from the Island of Enchantment, lovely Lady Lee Smotty. That's me. And <laughs> That is you. Over in the Hold booth, on. pushing all the buttons to keep this bucket of bolts flying, it's our resident smart guy, Nick the Engineer. Hello. Hang out with us across all the social medias. Join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. You can do that by finding us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can also hang out with us on our website, nerdofgodcast.com, or email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. Also, we'd love to see you over in our small group on Facebook. That's the Nerd of God Squad. Just search Nerd of God Squad. Send us a request, and we're going to let you in because we're a pretty indiscriminate bunch. Uh, share in the streams of memes and live your dreams. Um, before we get started, let's play a game, you guys. Neff, yeah. what you got okay. for us, man? I have a game. You have a game? Yes, the game is called Name That Teen Name, Team. Wait, what? What? Is teen name? Name that team? team name, Team. Team name. Team name? Yes, name, name. that team name, Team. <laughs> it sounds like, <laughs> sounds like name that team name, Team. <laughs> name <laughs> that team a Team. Name that team name, Team. Team. No, no, okay. I got it, but I like it better when you're like, name that team, name team. <laughs> name that team, name team. I'm going to throw my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> name pending. We're bringing it back. New decade. Let's go. All right. So this is a, this is a game everybody can play. Uh, you just need your phone so you can mark down an answer. Marking it down. Uh, I'm going to give you a fictional team from media, comics, movies, etc. Okay. And you guys have to tell me what the... Uh, actual name of the team was. So you tell us like the members. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Okay. So uh, and, and the Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Uh, the Gotham Gotham City has a football team. They what? are the Gotham City blank. Is it A, the Gotham City Sirens? B, the Gotham City Rebels? C, the Gotham City Rogues? Or D, the Gotham City Steelers? The answer would be the C, rogues. the rogues. Okay. So, something like that. Okay. Okay, so they're fictional, t- actual fictional teams. Yes, actual okay. fictional And you got to name that team a team. Yeah, name that team how many, name. How many, how team. many teams are there? Ten teams. All right, let's do it. All right. Next one up, from the movie Space Jam, what is the name of the Toons uh, Basketball Association? <laughs> Was it A, the Toon Squad, B, Looney Tunes, C, Toon Team, or D, the Chicago Bulls? <laughs> Obviously, the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> All right, show us. The answer? What do we got? A. It is A. A. It is the, the Toon squad. squad. All right. In Spider-Man's fictional high school, Midtown High, they have a certain mascot 
Uh, is it A, the Midtown High Lions, B, the Midtown High Tigers, C, the Midtown High Bears, or D, the Midtown High Tin Men? It's a toss-up between two for me. All right, let's see those answers. So I said B. B. It is Tigers. Mary Tigers. Jane Watson Go is the him, mascot. Tiger. And uh, she really hit the jackpot on that one. Go get him, Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So in the movie Dodgeball, there is uh, the Globo Gym versus the Average Joes. What is the mascot of the of the Globo Gym? Sorry. Is it A, the Silver Snakes, B, the Pythons, C, the Purple Cobras, or D, the Ocho? Uh, let's see. Like That's the is, only reason I know the answer. Perfect for you. <laughs> the only reason I know is because of because co- of Blake. What's the answer? Cobra. Cobra. That is correct. <laughs> and King of the Hill, Hank Hill used to play for the Arlen High School football team. What is the Arlen High School football mascot? Is it A the Longhorns, B the Bulls, C the Steers, or D the Shinbones? Mm. Those shin Arlen Shinbones. Shin they're not there. They're non-existent. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see your answer. That is tricky. See? I put a. Longhorns. Longhorns. I put Longhorns too. It is the Longhorns. Yay! That is. A tricky I thought one. the Longhorns were the like, mascot from Tom Landry Middle School. They are. It's both. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's why I second guessed myself. That's why it's tricky. Okay. All right. In Springfield, the home of the Simpsons, they have a hockey team. Uh, is the hockey team the Springfield Meltdowns? The Springfield Chernobyls, the Springs. The What's Springfield, Chernobyl? <laughs> Sorry, call back. Uh, Springfield Isotopes, or the Springfield Not So Mighty Ducks. I have no idea any of these. All right, let's see your answers. Dang it, I it's feel like I'm C. wrong. It's C. The Isotopes. I put Not So Mighty Ducks. It is the Isotopes. Because hey, they have a baseball right. team called the, the Isotopes, isotopes. Yeah. and they moved to Albuquerque. All right, and it's because Don Mattingly wouldn't shave his sideburns. In the show Friday Night Lights slash movie, uh, Dylan High School football uh, is the is the main plot point of the of the story. Uh, is it the? But what is their mascot? Oh, <laughs> what are words? What? Sorry, <laughs> what's their team name? Team? I, I'm sorry. Team, team. <laughs> what the team name? Team? <laughs> mascot. I, I stroked out a moment there. <laughs> All the U.S. Americans. <laughs> Wait, what, were the what is the mascot of yes. Dylan High football? Is it A, the Panthers, B, the Cougars, C, the Lynx, or D, Eric Taylor's speeches? It's definitely Eric Taylor's speeches. <laughs> All right, let's see your answers. Is it a. B? Oh, I put Cougars. I put A, the Panthers. It is the Panthers. Oh, I only did that because I thought it was the Pumas. Which one was Panthers? Total guess. A, yeah. A. Total guess. I never saw Friday Night Lights. I saw the movie. All right. Me neither. In the show, Fairly Odd Parents, oh, there is a basketball so. team that plays in the Dimsdale Dimmodome. The what? The, the Dimsdale Dimmodome. Team name team? <laughs> yeah. It's, no, the, it's the Dimsdale, Dimsdale basketball team. Okay. Uh, is it the Dimsdale Gimmies, the Dimsdale Globe Walkers, the Dimsdale Ball Hogs, or the Dimsdale Doug Dimmodome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmodome. <laughs> what was C again? <laughs> Ball hogs. Okay. And D was Doug Dimmodome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmodome. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me if that was the answer, but that. 
All right, I, don't, I don't know this answer, so I put D. I, see your answers? I think it's ball it's hogs. Not, it's C. It's ball hogs. Is it, I put B, the globe walkers. It is ball hogs. All right. Dang, that's, the, well, that's what I thought it was. But I was like, I don't know. So I'm gonna answer I remember that episode. All one. right. In the beloved cheerleading movie, Bring It On. <laughs> We we a, what, what is the name Dunst. of the Colorado Springs High cheerleading squad? Is it A the Wolverines, B the Coyotes, C the Lobos, or D it's Kirsten, not Kristen? <laughs> what are the options again? A Wolverines, B Coyotes, C Lobos, or D it's Kirsten, not Kristen? Uh, wait, for which team? For who? for Colorado Springs High. That's not, which, is that not, which team is that in the movie? The red one. The no, white one, Steven. Yes, it is. What do you mean, no, it's not? You're going to tell me I don't know it? For Bring It On? Yes. <laughs> I thought the no, they're, the it's Toros. They're, yeah, they're the Toros. It's, it's not. It's the other Dutch one team. is the Clovers. So yeah, I don't know that's what, what I'm wondering why which team. I just I guess. What's the answer, Neff? It's the Coyotes. That's what I put, Coyotes. There you go. There you go. All right, last one. Freaking question. We're on the last one, guys. Come on, let's just name this team name. The last one, I thought I have two more. Did you include the... The The Batman one was one. The Batman one was one? Yes. Oh, well, then let me count that one then. I didn't know that one was real. All right, so last one. In High School Musical, the East High basketball team, state champions, by the way, uh, no one cares. Have a special mascot. Is it A, the Knights? Yes. B, oh, the, <laughs> the Warriors, C, the Wildcats, or D, Dated Haircuts? Uh, I think it's going to be uh, A, the Knights. Dang it! Is it A? Answers. I'm an A. Um, sorry, no, it was not. What do you mean? What? East High Knights. It was the, the East High Wildcats. Wildcats. Wait, East what, what Wildcats. was your what was your what was your question? Oh. The East High basketball team. I thought you were asking high which one they competed against. In the high no, I said oh, their basketball I team. Too. I would have said the Wildcats. You answered off of what she said. You're <laughs> yeah. a liar. I thought that you were asking what team it's they okay, competed against in high school what musical I three. I wasn't paying attention. I heard high school musical. And That's I thought all you, you heard. High school Dang, least money. I followed you right to my own destruction. Ah, so did I. Go. All right. All right. Wrap them up. Because I so would have known see. Wildcats if I, but I just followed you blindly. The song literally goes Wildcats. Yes, I'm aware. I thought you were asking who they competed against. Well, you got it wrong. So. It's a better it. question because obviously they're the wild. So cats. who named that team name? West High Knights. I said I got eight. Tony? Uh, I got seven. I got five. I got six. That looks like Steven got the most. Good Who job, Steven. I won a game. All right. Great game, Neff. Thank you. That was named that team name, team. Team name, team. Name pending. All right. Well, let's get into it tonight. Uh, with, I don't know that was the best game we've ever done, but I know that this is the best thing ever. ever. Welcome yeah. to the best thing ever where we are putting t- <laughs> against... Each other, Star Wars heroes. Oh my goodness! Yeah. This has already got me so anxious. Star Wars heroes. And our first round is a toughie. I'm out, guys. Why did you put it? Is as the, the toughest? Who decided a, that this was going to be? It's round random. One. It's random seed. We put them in there. We shuffle them up, and we put them in as they as they go. It's all random. Wow. Dang it! Challenge.com. Well, here, here we are for your absolute like internal destruction. It is going to be <laughs> like Obi Wan Kenobi versus. The Mandalorian. So wait, does Obi- is Obi Wan Kenobi actually like the first one on the list? Yes. yes. So he does in fact have the high ground. He does. He is the mm-hmm. highest of grounds. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. So uh-huh. what do you guys think, Obi Wan or the Mando? Okay, so oh. I, I think that Star Wars fans are gonna want to pick Obi Wan because he's Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. But man, the Mandalorian—if if they so were bad. fighting against each other, boy, I'd have a hard time not taking Mandalorian side. 
But if but if we look like in a couple of years when the Obi Wan Kenobi show has come out, oh, we'll probably say Obi Wan Kenobi. No one can touch Obi Wan Kenobi. Listen. Plus, Deborah Chow's directing it. She directed like the best episodes of The Mandalorian. So oh, I don't know, man. I'm just saying that's a tough one. So excited. So it's, it's going basically like fan favorite versus most popular right now. Like yeah, who's who's yeah, hot? Right? It's the Zoolander versus Hansel. Uh, effect like who's the legend and who's hot right now yeah. blue lightsaber steel oh, that's oh. exactly right it's it's tough but what, what do you think Jackie I don't know Lise Mati <laughs> you haven't seen Mandalorian have you I haven't which is like why I can't oh. really like connect with the whole why like I don't understand why oh we're picking gosh. anybody over Obi-Wan Kenobi right now <laughs> <laughs> but we need to watch the internet Mando. may agree with you I don't know I think you need to respect like the the real ones the OGs <laughs> respect the real ones so all of the old people are getting picked none of the new people I'm just right. saying no, like, no, not necessarily sorry Ray sorry I Finn just, sorry Poe but not like po. all of the old ones but it's Obi Wan you know what I mean like, yeah it's Obi Wan Kenobi but, the like, Mando- but once once you watch Mandalorian you will understand why yeah, fans are ma- going to have a hard time with yes. it because Mando is Space Daddy bomb Space Daddy he's awesome that's he's my awesome. that's my new name for him Space Daddy <laughs> name called like him. listen Obi <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi is my favorite character in all of Star Wars, and I struggled at picking this one. Yeah. yeah. I, lo- I mean, Ewan McGregor in, as as Obi-Wan is my favorite character in probably all of Star Wars. I agree with you. I think I'm just going to I love Alex Guinness, too. So where can people go to Alex vote for this? They can go to nerdofgodcast.com. Oh, my goodness. The tension right now. I just want to get it over with. Let the internal Kill your conflict babies. commence. <laughs> Listen, what? somebody's going to go out there and they're going to vote the way that you don't think this should go. So you've got to get on there and make your voice heard. This exactly. is not one. Votes are really going to matter yeah, with They're going to really matter with this. That's what happened to me during the worst thing ever. I voted and I was. I, Steven. Y- y'all did it That was wrong. last decade, man. I know. Moving, moving on. See, I voted correctly. The past is the past. I was the best at the worst. So the other day, we're sitting there. It, well, yeah, this has been the best thing ever. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so the other day, uh, Lisa Marty and I are hanging out. It was Sunday night. We're, we're sitting on the couch, and, and we're thinking, like, what are we going to do? We need entertainment. We need something to do. And Lisa Marty had a very solid opinion of what we needed to do to recreate and entertain ourselves. And she was not going to be budged from that no matter what. And she said that we need to... Watch Shrek. We should oh, watch no. yeah. Shrek. Why, why, Wait, don't know. Shrek? Shrek holds up really well for being yeah. a, like a twenty-year-old no, Shrek movie. Shrek is a good movie. Shrek I'm is the, the first, first ever I'm tired best, of memes. best animated, animated picture. picture and that was the thing. Like we're watching it, and you're going, "All I can see are the memes." <laughs> <laughs> Every <laughs> time he makes happened, a facial expression, it's like, I'm there like it that's is. a meme. I saw that movie, and granted, I was ten when it came out. At least four times in the theaters. It so was good. a solid movie. It was it's a still great funny. Movie. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, like. I just I don't know. I think Shrek is like one of those. I'm just tired of it. I don't know. I would never have never watched. I feel like every time I watch Shrek, I always catch something that the last time I watched it, I didn't catch or something clever, some innuendo, something that they put in there that I didn't notice before that I go, dang, that's that's pretty it's clever. It's pretty clever. Please keep up on the grass and your shoes, wipe <laughs> your face. <laughs> that one didn't get Ah, uh, uh, So, uh, so this is what, so there, there's, Lord a, Farquaad. there's an original version of Shrek out there that nobody will ever see. Yes. Because Chris Farley was yeah. the original voice of Shrek oh, and then yeah, he, and he right. died before they finished the movie. So the, uh, when, when Mike Myers came in to take over for the role, he had them almost completely rewrite the role to match his sense of humor. Yeah. So even the original script, uh, a lot of even the plot points were completely abandoned, and mm. the movie was adapted to fit Mike Myers, which is fine because it turned out to be a, a modern classic. But there's a book that this is based on. I've never read the book. It's an actual yeah. book? It's an yeah. actual book. Huh. Uh, and I've never mm. read the book, but but 
the book was supposed to be a little more closer to the Chris Farley version. Mike Myers kind of took it in his own direction, as, as he is wont to do. Right. So when we were done watching Shrek, which was based on a book, the book that was made into a movie, mm-hmm. uh, we saw Netflix now recommends you can watch Shrek the Musical. Have oh, you guys yes. seen Shrek, Shrek the Musical? Yes. I saw that it exists, but I have not watched it. Is it is so, so good. good. It's so it, good. It's legitimately great. Really? You'll fall in love with it in the first song. It's amazing. It's so it's good. So the guy who good. plays Lord Farquaad, like he's he steals the show. He's amazing. Steals the show. He's on his like he's knees. Better than John Lithgow. He is perfect. It's so funny, and the the way the tricks they do because he's short is just, it's, it's it's great, funny. and and all the characters are, are fun, but they they spoof. Whereas the movie spoofed a lot of other movies, they spoof Broadway shows in this oh, one, okay. so it's it's really funny. You'll get it. Um, they have a really nice Lion King ripoff. It's it's just it's a fun funny show, and it it translates surprisingly well to yeah. stage. Yeah. So I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, okay, so we have a book that became a movie that became a musical, and so convoluted. So <laughs> so. Many. It's it's so meta. There's layers and layers. It's like, like an onion. It's like an onion. Man, why don't you oh, say parfait? Everybody like parfait. Look at me, my mouth watering right now. You ever met somebody you say, "Hey, man, you like parfait?" The heck, no, I don't like no parfait. I like that boulder. That's a nice <laughs> boulder. boulder. Yeah, there you go. You irritable beast of burden. So I started thinking about movies that have been adapted. I started thinking about movies that came from books, and and this is one of those things that if you're a book person. People are going to be. It hurts. There, it, it hurts. It hurts so because bad. movies almost never get it right. Right. So, so I want to talk about that a little bit tonight about these adaptations that come in and like <gasps> just suck the life out of our favorite properties. Now, now, who here is a reader? I read sometimes. Okay, so you guys, when 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 the, the one that, that came out that I can think of that just pops to the top of my head, because I heard the movies were coming out, I never read the books, so I wouldn't even watch the movie trailer because I wanted my brain to be able to concoct the story without being influenced by uh, the Hollywood imagery. Mm-hmm. I went and watched uh, read the entire trilogy of The Hunger Games. Me too. Oh. Have you have you read that? Yes. yes. I have not. I own them. You've never read them. No, they're very long books. No, they're not. They're, they're not, not that bad. Three hundred pages. They're like for middle school girls. What's wrong yeah. with you? I read the first. I read the second one like four days. Nick, did you? Do you? You no. don't. You don't read. Okay. I don't read. Okay. <laughs> he reads. Oh, so Nick's like I only read schematics. Uh, more along the lines of math. Oh, you're such a nerd. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I read The Hunger Games, and then I watched the, the movie. I, I haven't watched all the movies, actually, because they made like four yeah, movies. I didn't watch the final one. Yeah, they so, split the last one, I think, into two. Not a bad translation. There's some things that, that had... The, 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 the mediums are two different things. Yeah. So you, a movie's going to be a little bit different, but I, I think that they did a good job kind of casting it and putting it out there. How, how many pockets were on the pita? <laughs> They... Just, just the two. I think. I only know the name. I don't know if there's an actual. Yeah. Did you ever see the uh, the the Hunger Games when they spooked it on Sesame Street and Peta was an actual pita bread? <laughs> no, but that's really it. funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, the Hungry Games. That were the Hungry Games. Yeah. It was like Cookie Monster was Katniss <laughs> yeah. or whatever. That's right. Sesame Street is that brilliant. Is amazing. But so so uh, anything else? Can you think of, of movies, books that got adapted into movies that either that either hit it or missed it? Percy Jackson. Okay, so I've never yeah. read it or seen it. T- take me on this journey here. So. As a moviegoer, if you had not read the books, you could enjoy the movie for what it was. It was a good movie as a movie. But if you read the books... It was just frustrating. They completely ignored a major plot point that determines the rest of the series. Which one? Percy Jackson, the lightning thief. Well, which which plot point? The, I, I read most the of prophecy, the prophecy. The whole the whole oh, freaking prophecy. Yeah. The thing is called, I think, the new prophecy for that series. I haven't read the book since like middle school, but I just remember being so 
angry. Like, what I'm, happened? I am 25. Yeah. <laughs> She's throwing her popcorn. And, and I'm still Hurling her jujubes. Angry. Yeah, it's pretty messed because up. Because they messed it up so bad. But oh, the only redeemable thing for it was that if you hadn't read the books, you could still enjoy the movie. On the flip side of that... Aragon just makes me mad in all aspects so, because the movie was garbage. And the book was great. And the book was and great. And the book was great. And they just completely ignored a bunch of things in the book, too, which is why we only got one Aragon movie when there's like four books. That's the one that people, I, I think, go <gasps> to the most. They say Aragon was the worst when I it just... came to making a movie. <laughs> okay, just, well, just gonna, hair, okay, hairball. What hairball. about... What about um, the Dr. Seuss um, adaptations. Okay. Like, those, there's a lot more freedom like the, with those ones. With the lore, like, the, the, okay, so the animated Fox um, adaptations seem to be really good. Of what? For the Lorax? Uh, of of, of uh, the, the Lorax. The Lorax. See, no, I the old one. Well, I, I, like, I didn't think the Lorax was that good. No, the old animated ones. Oh, the old, old, one. old ones. Yeah, yeah, like the hand-drawn So not ones. the CGI ones. No, the CGI ones are so randomly, like, they add way too much. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Horton Hears a Who, what, a great cast, yeah. not a great movie. The uh, Lorax. I, I like that one, I but do appreciate really? Grinch. I like Horton. Okay, the Grinch stands on on a, on a shelf of its own. Yes, that's but, Ron Howard. He does no wrong. But the live action one is good. But the, the, the live action he's... Cat in the Hat is terrible. Oh no, yes, it's terrible because it's so it's like the I mean you look at the animated one, the hand drawn animated Cat in the Hat. Yeah, and it's almost exactly straight from the book, just with better songs. If we want to talk about but, bad cats. <laughs> but you talk about like the the live action one, and there's so much extra stuff. Like Alec Baldwin's randomly in there. Um, well, you need a little Alec Baldwin though to make well, to make maybe you go. Sometimes. So, so one of our one of our listeners, one of our Nerd of God Squad members online today was talking about um, how she has read, reread, and even taught on Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Oh. And how there's a I guess a Dracula a there's a TV series or something that's by the the makers of uh, Sherlock. I think so. I have not watched it. I saw that it's but you're, you're on aware Netflix, of it. So I'm aware that the, huh. the show exists. I haven't looked into it. And she yet, said though. major disappointment, oh, major major wow. disappointment, complete letdown for someone that likes the the Dracula mythology. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand how that goes. Like you watch certain things, and it's like, man, I've fallen in love. And, and Dracula is a tough one to do because Dracula done so many times. It's yeah. but it's but it's not There's that it's so been done adaptations. so many times. But the book itself, the book itself is so dynamic it's a and interesting. Diary, yeah. isn't it? Because yeah. Yeah, it's not a diary; it's a series of letters. Yep. So it's not. Just like yeah, yeah, yeah. and then and then so and so everything is told from different characters' point of view. It's wonderful. It's, it's a good book. I highly recommend. Really interesting. It's like you can get it free online because it's public yeah. domain now, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's hard to get that thing down, and a lot of people have done it great. Even the, the Bram Stoker's Dracula with Keanu yeah. Reeves and Gary Oldman was well, still I, like just weird. I watched I watched a video mostly because of Keanu Reeves' British accent. Yeah, I watched a video the other day about um, it was actually a video of all the different uh, movie adaptations of Dracula. Um, including like the BBC TV ones, just all of them together. And it was going through the major plot points of the book and only like two or three of the like 24 movies um, had like had the closest adaptation because basically with they, they say okay what's the point of Dracula he's the kind of guy that sucks people's blood from their neck and yeah. then he turns into a bat and that's if they got those elements th- then it's it's it it's like it's like giving me a, a, a rice patty and a rice cake and writing turkey on it and saying happy Thanksgiving yeah it's what? like you know it's like you have the, the maybe the the shape of it but what ended up happening was uh, some German Max Schreck made Nosferatu and a lot of people started adapting that to American cinema and that's kind of where like your modern Dracula comes from. Well, uh, but this is not just a Dracula issue. This goes through so many other games. We, Ender's Game was another big one. The, the movie yeah. was uh, fall way short of, of the book. Oh, uh, so, sorry. I just randomly thought about this. I, I don't mean to interject or anything. When I was in middle school, all the girls that I liked liked Twilight. Oh. So I read the first Twilight book. 
because that's how you get girls to like you. <laughs> yeah, like have the same conversations stuff they like, with right? them about the books they like. That's actually pretty smart. But I um, so I Chain read yourself to their radiator. So I read the about. book and the, <laughs> I read the book and the first like or the end of the first book has like one of the coolest like twists to like and battles like between like vampires. It's just really cool. Like the main character gets tricked because like somebody like fakes like kidnaps her mom or something. It's really cool. They cut that entire part out of the movie. And so it's just like these terrible like um, sped up like vampires fighting in like a gymnasium or something. Now somebody out there right now is freaking out saying, how dare you say that those movies are perfect? Oh, that was so nah, that was A lot so of Twilight fans don't like the movies. But it's no, so, the first movie was terrible. And I'm not mad when they make I, I do get mad when I look at a book and I see the book on a bookshelf and they use the movie poster as the book cover. Oh, yeah, that yeah. irritates me too. That's gross. I, now a major motion picture. Oh, I oh. hate that so much. But so like uh, if I want to go by The Hobbit, I don't want to see Martin Freeman on the cover of The Hobbit. Yeah. I as much as I love him. Indeed. And that's another one. A great book, three substandard movies. Actually, one good movie, one okay movie, and one completely unnecessary Was movie. Was the first Which, movie the good one? That's yeah. the only one the I've fir- seen. The first one's definitely the best one. I think a big thing with that one, because I watched the movies before I read the books, and I love the movies because watching them from, again, a moviegoer's perspective, I can at least give a little bit of slack because at least it's interesting for people who haven't read the books. But when you read the books and you're a fan, you're like, what the heck, man? But The Hobbit's its own thing. It's, it's its own thing. See, y'all have seen. They didn't the, want to do three. And what about movies? Lord of the Rings? It's, it's part of it. Of it. Okay. And y'all have seen like the the live action Hobbit movie. My first experience with The Hobbit was the seventies and eighties animated oh. Return of the King, The Hobbit, all of those. I I watched those as a kid. Um, and now I just recently started reading The Hobbit before I see the live action films. So in the mid-1960s, the Beatles, that's right, George, John, Paul, and Ringo, they originally wanted to star in a Lord of the Rings film Aww. directed by Stanley Kubrick oh, and man, featuring wow. their, their own original songs. They had actually, they tried to to buy the rights. They may have, in fact, even had the rights to make J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings trilogy, and they all wanted to kind of play these things. Paul McCartney was going to be Frodo. Uh, Ringo Starr was going to be Sam. George Harrison was going to be Gandalf, and John Lennon was going to be Gollum. I'm so glad that yeah, didn't happen. Yeah, sounds about right. Mostly because Stanley Kubrick would have done something so weird with that. Right. So like, I, I'm just, but you want to talk about strange adaptations and how they completely go off the rails? It, it's there's there's just so much potential for things to go bad. Oh, yeah. So much potential when people get their own vision and they start casting it over stuff. Uh, I mean, they, they cut out things from different movies. I understand. Look, I know. I, I don't miss Tom Bombadil at all in The Lord <laughs> of the Rings. But um, Harry Potter. Yes. This is outside of my area mm-hmm. of expertise. But there are people that say the books and the movies, some of them, spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first two are pretty close. Some of them. Way off. Don't the get fourth... me started on Goblet of Fire. Okay. Now, well, I don't. Now, I don't understand what those words mean. Goblet of Fire is the. It's the movie that's furthest away from the book. Although, I mean, it keeps the. It keeps the main stuff there. So, like the main, the main story, the main plot, it's there. They took away some characters. They changed some things around. They completely got rid of like a complete character from the universe. And they completely got rid of the Quidditch uh, cup scene, which but, I was really bummed about that. Yeah. But I kind of understand why they did. But, that. Big bummer. But I, I Quidditch went, cup. Yeah. Who who played in that? What's the, the team name team? The, Bo- no, the Bulgarians and the Irish. The Bulgarians. But like I recently, I, I watched a game from over here. Yeah. Okay. I watched a video of like of like why the movie is so drastically different from the book, and it was just a lot of it was just time. It was a time, time, time. Yeah. So which I get, 
but at the same at the same time it's my least favorite of the movies because it's so different from the book but it but like my i guess my silver lining to it is at least it's still if like if you haven't read the books it still yeah. fits with the movies yeah. and they still give you you they give you what you need to keep the the overall story going yeah i think the thing that bothers me the most about goblet of fire aside from the harry did hair. you put your name inside the goblet of fire it's the fact that they Gandalf said calmly <laughs> calmly Gandalf. <laughs> Calmly. Oh, different wizard. <laughs> different wizard. <laughs> really, all this the same. <laughs> said calmly. The thing that really all just me. played by George Harrison. <laughs> the thing that bothered me the most was the fact that they glossed over uh, Dobby because he ends up playing an important role in the last book, and it made spoilers in case you haven't read it. When Dobby dies, uh-huh. if you watch the movie. You don't get that same emotional reaction because you had. If you only watched the movies, you only saw him in the second movie. But in the books, you see him in the the second book, fourth book, fifth, sixth, and seventh. Like yeah. you get to have that interaction, yeah. that yeah. growth. So it made it like it cheapened his death, and it made me so mad because I remember like bawling my eyes out when that scene happened. Like, ugh. and I thanks for coming to my TED talk. I know. <laughs> is there a Harry Potter musical? I know there's a stage there, play, right? There's an official yes. one. Yeah, yeah, it's called the Harry Potter musical. Yeah, it's like it's a fan musical, but yeah. it's a musical. And it's so, so think about all these movies that kind of get adapted. They're books. They get turned into movies. They get turned into musicals. I think this whole conversation started, like the whole idea of adaptations, started because at least my, at least Mario and I were talking about Cats. <gasps> Tell us about really? Cats, the musical, the movie. Did you see well, it? Did you no, pay money? No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, did I pay money? Because that's a waste of money. But is, see, yourself, but is it? I don't know. I haven't seen it to know if it I was a waste of my money. I want to go see it to see how bad it is. I don't want to pay my money to go see it, though. <laughs> see, there's Idris Elba, but then there's Rebel Wilson. <laughs> and, there's, and there's Taylor <laughs> Swift. Why would I want to see Taylor Swift? Neff can't stand Rebel Wilson. I'm not saying I think that they'll somehow be better than what it seems to be. But I also garbage. hate the mob mentality of like, Guys, we think it looks like garbage. It's garbage. It's totally garbage. We hate it. It's terrible. Like, but you haven't seen it though. So how do you know for a fact that it is? There's that. Like sometimes just because people call it garbage doesn't mean it's not somehow not garbage. But I like Cats the Musical, and I know people that don't like it, and I think they don't like it because they don't really understand. It's the same thing that people will walk into a movie and they'll say, oh, I just didn't like the way that was. And it's like, but you you understand what it was trying to go for? Like, it wasn't trying to be Transformers. It wasn't trying to be just like, here's your story and crap blowing up and Mark Wahlberg. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't look freaking weird. I think it looks cool. But... I do. How do you want a movie about a cat death cult to look? I don't want a movie about a cat death cult. (laughs) That's the problem. It's one of the greatest musicals, one of the most celebrated musicals, one of the longest running musicals of all time is the musical about a cat death cult, which is based on a book. So it's a book that turned into a musical that turned into a movie, and now everybody wants to hate on it. In those don't, don't make them yeah, animorphs. Make them cats. Yeah. And I'm not defending. What, what? Have you seen what they look like on Broadway? Yeah, just do that. Don't but do that. Make them look like cats. They're cats. <laughs> <laughs> just let them be so cats. Do oh, just like don't make a it. Cartoon? Just leave it on Broadway. Let the cats be cats. Let the people be people. Let the people not be cats. <laughs> With the technology we have, we're able to make actual cats do the talking. We can rebuild not this him. weird, like... 
humanoid cat. It's not the same. Anthropomorphic cats should be anthropomorphic cats, not human cat hybrids. But you know that if if you did that, though, the Broadway people would be mad. Just no one would ever know because they don't know how to use Twitter. They made a bunch of movies. You talked about Percy Jackson. I think there's a Percy Jackson musical, isn't there? I think so, too. I'm not familiar with it, but I think there is. So there's all these movies that their books turn into movies. Movies are now being turned into musical a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember when it was kind of a rare thing. You'd be like, oh, they turned that movie into a musical? And now... It seems like all of these musicals. Yeah, they did Legally Thanks, Blonde Hamilton. One, didn't they? they did Legally Blonde. Yeah. They did Nine to Five. They did um, The Wedding Singer. Oh. Uh, Shrek, of course. We talked about that earlier. SpongeBob. Pretty, SpongeBob. Pretty Woman. Terrible. Pretty woman. Is That's there really a SpongeBob musical? It is, there is. terrible. <laughs> so uh, I recorded. I recorded it. Watched it. Garbage. The original <laughs> movie, the old black and white uh, Roger Corman movie, which got turned into a musical, Little Shop of Horrors. Which got uh, turned back into a movie of the yeah. musical, which is actually a good version of it. Huh. There's a Groundhog Day musical. Really? Oh, uh, oh. Clueless. Uh, oh, yeah. Billy Oliver, Bennett Like Beckham, Beetlejuice. Bennett yeah. Like Beckham? Steven, opening next month, opening in February. Yeah, I know. Back, back to, to the, the Future, future the, the musical. musical. What? But it's in like London, right? Yeah. Wait. Uh, what about in the West End? That's musical. crazy. I, I'm giving it a minute. I'm sure it'll be around. You well, know, they, have, hey, they have the Universal show. Neff, that is the closest thing. You write the Ghostbusters musical, buddy. You make it happen. I'm going to do it. I'm going to light right, the torch. I'm going to live my dreams. I'm going to fight the ghosts. Don't cross the streams. <laughs> there you yeah, go. There you There's go. your first number. There you go. You have a whole song. It's just about the. Tell him about the Twinkie. That's what about the Twinkie? Twinkie? That's a big Twinkie. He slimed me. Are you the key master? <laughs> I am the gatekeeper. Yeah. No, we're uh, done. We're done. <laughs> Kill it. Amazing. Never write it. Yeah, that's an adaptation that never needs to happen, <laughs> no, right? No. So I'm thinking about. Okay, so some of these are really bad. I can probably agree with you without seeing it. They, the world would probably be a better place without it. There. Without Cats, the musical, with the, the, the musical, the movie, right? I don't know. I haven't seen it. But it does. But there's look a like good chance. So there's bad. a good chance it's trash. Now there is a lady that I work with at Disney, a sweet older lady, Jill, and she loves she loves the musical Cats. So when some of us youngins were bashing it, she's like, "Don't bash it! Like I want to watch it and I want it to be good." Like, I love she, the musical Cats. So and she's just like, "I just really want to enjoy it. Like don't say it's gonna be bad." And it's, I'm like, it's "Jill, probably I'm sorry, bad, though, Jill. Hun, I'm but it's sorry. gonna be bad." So here's something: you can make a movie into a bad book. You can make a, a book. Into into a bad movie. You can make a movie or a book into a bad musical. I don't really care. The only time I get a little defensive, me personally, the only time I feel a little bit defensive is when people start adapting biblical stories into Hollywood properties and things like that because they almost always seem to get it wrong. And uh, so I'll give you an example. We'll start with one that gets it right. In my opinion, it gets it right. And even the areas where they have to kind of fudge it a little bit and kind of massage the story somewhat, they cover with this disclaimer at the beginning of the film the motion picture you are about to see is an adaptation of the exodus story while artistic and historical license has been taken we believe that this film is true to the essence values and integrity of a story that is a cornerstone to faith for millions of people worldwide the biblical story of moses can be found in the book of exodus i just realized I which which exodus you were talking about the prince of egypt okay prince yes because i was thinking of the the bad one isn't it so good so good like i don't know that movie was weird because as a kid it was one of the only movies like we kind of were like really encouraged to watch like mm-hmm. animated yeah. films it's so good and though it, like 
terrified me but amazed me like as a small child i don't know it, it caused so, so many emotions mm-hmm. that you knew it was great just because i felt so many things who sings yeah. who sings the main is that is that um who sings what the main uh there can be miracles is that Mariah? you have to finish a word uh there can be miracles is that's that? mariah carey and whitney houston oh my gosh powerhouse power yeah that's a 90s that's like yeah like, that's like, ah. that is the the mega powers of uh music yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a wonderful movie. Well done. Great cast. I mean, yeah. world, world star, world class cast. Beautiful animation uh, Patrick, too. Like it? it's Patrick held Stewart? up. Patrick Stewart was was the senior uh, Pharaoh. Uh, Ray Fiennes, and then uh, Val, uh, Kilmer. Val Kilmer and um, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum was was Aaron. Yeah. Sandra Bullock was Miriam. Yeah. Uh, uh, wow. Michelle Pfeiffer was Zipporah, and then the uh, the Egyptian magicians were uh, Martin Short and Steve Martin. Oh, that's wow. brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, great cast, great movie, really, really, really well done. Um, so let's talk about ones that maybe didn't get it right. Okay, uh, Exodus, God, uh, <laughs> Gods and Kings. Gods and Kings, terrible, terrible movie. We watched that together. Batman is Moses. Oh, terrible. Baby God. Baby God. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Baby that God. Do you like, remember Baby God? Really I forgot about Baby God. Oh, Baby uh, God's so bad. Baby yeah. Yoda is greater than Baby God. Uh, so yeah. God appears. Have you seen this movie, Liz Money? No. God appears uh. to Moses, and he's a baby. There you go. That's the right. That's the right facial expression. Yeah. It's terrible. Like honestly, yeah. you could watch the movie and get a lot of joy out of picking it apart. That's, that's what the we only did. Reason we why did. We watched so together. We, we allowed everyone to ha- have a flag to throw. So did. it was like when the movie got like, hey, that's not scriptural. We were allowed to throw a flag <laughs> yes. and we could pause it. and We could talk about why it was so unscriptural. It took and us like we, five hours. Before Moses, we, we committed murder. Yes. We, we were done. done. We were done with flags before the uh, the, the first quarter of the yeah. movie. Yeah, that's amazing. So Noah was another one that came out. You guys remember this one with Russell Crowe, Emma Watson. I don't think I watched that. The what? The Rock Angels. There was Rock Angels. There was the, the ever loving blue eyed. Was thing Jennifer was in Connelly movie. in that movie? Yeah, she was Noah's wife. Mm, so sad. that's good. Uh, I think no. What, I don't was think she in? I saw that yeah, one. I don't know. I didn't see it. I didn't see. So, it. I, didn't see yeah. it. I remember thinking of a beautiful mind. That's the one. <laughs> uh, I, I sub, subconsciously project Jennifer Connelly into every movie that I've ever watched. <laughs> um, she was uh, she was great in The Hobbit. So uh, so <laughs> as Bilbo. Yeah, uh, Nativity Story was a really good one. <laughs> that's the one with Oscar Isaac and. Uh, is Oscar Isaac in yeah, it? Yeah, he was he was Joseph. Shut up. What? That, was, that was before he was famous. Shut up. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Gonna rewatch that. And that had the little girl from like the Whale Rider was in it, right? Yeah, I think so. But that's how that's why I was like, wait, Poe Poe Dameron is the is God's stepfather? That's what I What? Oh, that's why I was like, wait, I was like, wait, Joseph nice. is Poe Dameron? And, and he's cool. also Apocalypse? This is crazy. Um, Ten Commandments, classic one. Oh uh, yeah, Ben Charleston Heston. There was one that came out and it had it had one of the guys from Harry Potter in it. I don't know who it was, but it was oh. called Risen. Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, that was. It had one of the one of the. Uh, that the, was Ray Fine's brother. Ray, one of the blonde hair kids, right? What do you like? Oh, uh, I don't know. I know. I know Ray Fine's brother guy? was in. He was. was one, he's one of those Malfoy the kids. The only oh, yeah. Malfoy kid. But yeah, there's yeah. one Malfoy. Uh, what was yeah. it called? What was uh, it called Risen. Again? Risen. Yeah, do do a little research on that for us. Don. I want to say Don. Oh, Fiennes. Joseph. It was, it was. Yeah, it was Tom Felton. Joseph Fine. It was Joseph Fine's and Tom Felton, and then, but he plays Lucius. There's one Lucius. movie that came out a couple Wait, years Tom ago. Wait, Tom Felton plays Lucius? That's weird. There was one that came out that was um, it was One Night with the King. It was the story of uh, Esther. Oh, oh, I haven't seen wow. that one. It's actually really well done, and I think you can watch the entire thing for free on YouTube right now. Oh, okay. Nice. I might with, check that out. One Night with the King. One, oh, sorry. Was, one Night with the King. Make sure you Google that very carefully. Yes, I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> you can find some, like, safe search, safe search. El- Elvis fan films there, and it's like, hey, oh, mama, you guys, you're like some peanut butter and banana. Um, 
so the, the reason I kind of want to talk about this is because the, the, where I get really sensitive is when people get it really, really wrong. There was a, a, a movie that came out uh, in the 80s. Martin Scorsese directed it. It's called The Last Temptation of Christ. Oh, And yeah. uh, Willem Dafoe, the Green Goblin himself, yeah. played Jesus. Oh, and, no. And, yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of uh, interpretation to the gospel that was taken there. So the big problem that Christians had was it showed the temptations that Jesus had to overcome. Actually, I've never seen it, but in, in reading about it, I kind of get where it's coming from. It, it was talks a, it was about a book, right? Yeah, it was a book first, and it talks a, it talks a lot about look, Jesus actually had to go through temptation. So he was temptation he, he was tempted to uh, to to have sex. He was tempted to you know to lust and to uh, be angry and do all these things. So it goes through those scenes where it talks about him. And people got so frustrated and angry because, oh, you can't show Jesus with a woman. You can't show Jesus, you know, doing these things. The idea was that these things didn't happen. It was just that he was struggling through the temptation. I didn't see the movie. I'm not defending the movie mm. from what I understand. Interesting. I was not a Christian when that movie came out, but I was aware enough culturally to know that Christians freaked out, lost their junk over this. Mm -hmm. But I did watch a scene from it today. I watched the end of it on online, a series of clips. Um, so Jesus is hanging on the cross. He's about to die, and this little girl appears to him. And uh, this little girl is like, she's like an angel of some kind. And she comes up, and she says, you've done what you're supposed to do, and you don't have to die. God wants you to be happy. And she takes the nails from his feet, and she kisses the, the wound on his feet. She takes the nails from his hands and she kisses the, the nails on his, on his hands. And she said, God loves you. You're the son of God, but you're not the Messiah. And she brings him down off the cross, invisible to other people. And she takes him to Mary Magdalene and he marries Mary Magdalene. And that the, the movie ends, he, he marries Mary Magdalene. They're, she's gonna, Mary Magdalene's gonna have a child. They're gonna live this happy life. But then Mary Magdalene dies. And Jesus is consoled by this little girl angel. And then he takes, he goes to Mary and Martha, Lazarus's sisters, and he marries them and takes them as his wives and lives in peace. And they have many, many children. And it shows years later, there's an older Jesus who goes to the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul is preaching the gospel and Jesus is talking about the story of you know, the Messiah and his death and resurrection. And Jesus is saying, hey, look, 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 it's me. I'm that guy. Uh, it, you're, you're getting the story wrong. But um, Paul doesn't care. Paul says, it doesn't matter. Even if my message isn't the truth, it's what the world needs to hear and nothing's going to stop me from preaching it. And then near the end of his life, Jesus is an old man. He calls the former disciples in and Peter and Nathaniel and John, they come to visit uh, Jerusalem and, and there's a Jewish rebellion happening. Everyone's at war uh, with the Romans and Judas comes in last and reveals that this little angel that took Jesus down from the cross is actually Satan. And Jesus goes crawling back through the burning city of Jerusalem and he reaches the site of his crucifixion and he begs God to let him fulfill his promise. And then Jesus finds himself, opens his eyes and he's back on the cross. And he has overcome his last temptation, which was to save himself oh. and go live a normal life. That's actually interesting, interesting that fan actually, fiction, yeah. right? Like, I was yeah. literally like, "Hold on, uh, yeah. okay, yeah, right." So, I, but I can see why people would be like, "Don't screw with my gospel." Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, okay, that's kind of interesting. But uh, but again, I get super uncomfortable with it. Well, because it kind of it kind of doesn't. 
but it kind of does at yeah, the same it's time. It's either like way. With that line. So not they, a fan. He, not, they probably took that the whole the whole thing from uh, take this cup away from me. <laughs> yeah, not a fan. But you know what? Jesus was tempted. The Bible does say he was yeah. tempted in every way that we were. But uh, still, I just kind of don't like that. So there's this new yeah. thing on Netflix called The First Temptation of Christ. And it's a spoof, it's a parody, it's a comedy, it's a, what you would call comedy um, by these Brazilian pair of comedians, you know, and, and it's all Portuguese language. And it's the story of, I don't know the whole story. I would, I'm not watching it. I would never watch it. I'm borderline about to cancel my Netflix because it exists. But the whole idea is Jesus goes off to 40 days in the wilderness fasting and he comes back with a boyfriend. Uh, Orlando, oh, yeah. Orlando is his name. He's super flamboyant. And then the, the story just lampoons everything. So, oh, like, boy. Mary is stressed out, so she goes outside and Mary's smoking weed. And God is there, but God is, like, pretending to be Jesus' uncle. But seriously, like, secretly, he's, like, still hitting on Mary because he's not over her. And he's, like, trying to get her to run away with him. And then they have to sit down with Jesus and explain to him that his uncle's really his dad. And Jesus doesn't want to, like, be the Messiah. He just wants to do... It's, like, all the... It's really bad. It's really offensive. And to yeah. me, it's it's like what... There's a... In fact, they have this one where Jesus, I don't know, like, he he tries this psycho, psychedelic drug or something like that. This is just what I've read about it. And in doing so, he has this trip where he goes and he sees all the other gods, like all the, you know, the super mega mm-hmm. spiritual god friends, uh, where he sees, like, the Rastafarian god, Ja, and he sees, you know, the... the the, the 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 Hindu gods and he sees all um, he there Allah is there but they never show Allah so I thought that was an interesting thing they don't show Allah why because isn't it like incredibly offensive to yes put an image on Allah? it would be incredibly offensive to do something to show Allah to Muslim people but it's completely okay, okay. to take yeah. a crap on Jesus and his integrity and his, his holiness this is the problem that when we start projecting ourselves onto things, you know, we don't want people making crappy mo- movies of our favorite books, mm-hmm. but we we have to we have to be a little bit more firm when it comes to knowing what's right and knowing what's true about God's word. We don't want the source of the gospel that people hear and experience to come from a Netflix show, um, even a Bible TV series, uh, even something that's made by Christians. The Word of God is not just a story that's made to be interpreted. It is uh, living and inspired from the Holy Spirit of God. All Scripture is inspired. It's it's uh, authored uh, by the Holy Spirit, and it's given to us to teach and to reprove and to correct. It's it's not just the words that are taking us from the 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 exposition and the rising action and the conflict and the climax and the the denouement and all these things. It is. God's revealed word to us, which comes alive, which quickens our hearts. So we have to be very cautious about people using those things for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just a, just a precautionary tale. You know, we look to God's word as more than just entertainment, although it is entertaining. There's a lot of great moments in the word. There's action. There's romance. There's humor. There's all kinds of stuff in God's word that's fantastic. But uh, it's not ours to adapt. It's ours to embrace and to apply to our lives. So, again, there's all kinds of adaptations, but I don't want to put my take on what God got right the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, because if it's if the, if the book is better than the movie, 
uh, why waste our time with the movie? So let us know what your favorite and least favorite book to movie, movie to musical adaptations are. You can do that by connecting with us across all the different social medias. And uh, let us know what your favorite or least favorite Bible uh, movie or show or video game is. There's no good Bible video games. Uh, uh, the Bible them. games? But yeah, no, no, those, none of them. None of them. For the NES? None of them are good. They're all terrible. So uh, we love you guys. We bless you. And uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up for tonight. Again, uh, if you've enjoyed the show, you can check us out on patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast. Be part of the financial blessing or wherever you're listening. Just go ahead and leave us a review. We love stars, especially when they come in fives uh, right there on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are consuming this media. Uh, we will see you next time. We're going to have a great episode coming up in one week's time. We hope to see you then. Hit that subscribe button and uh, follow us across all the social medias. For the Nerd of Godcast, Steve-O Supremo. So long, farewell, Fritos, and goodbye. Jackie friggin' Wilson. Bye. The big man, Quentin Gregory now. Adios. Lovely lady, Lisa Smotty. Good choices. Nick, the engineer. Goodbye. I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here. Be kind. We want. This is the best thing ever. Yeah. Do not play the music. Only use that. From now on, that's the theme. Perfect.